waiting on Dan to kind of get going here. I'm ready when you are. <laughs> I've been recording for the last two minutes. Oh, that would have been a good <laughs> yeah, heads up. up would have been nice. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, no intro music? Nah, I'm doing it all in post now. Oh, uh, that's right. Fuck, dude, I kind of like it. It gets me in the zone. You want yeah. me to do it? I can just cut it after. No. <laughs> I got go. you. No, let's do it. I got you. I'm already what? on it. Get the whole thing. go <laughs> nice <laughs> um welcome back to the you never know podcast um how are we all doing today fan fantastic pretty good yeah right a little windy a little windy oh my god there. tell me about it yeah thought danger's gonna blow away yeah, oh, i almost did <laughs> he walked out into a tornado when i picked him up it was pretty dude. funny yeah there's a bunch of leaves like going in a fucking circle and shit that's nuts yeah um well anyways our guest this week um he is musically inclined. He uh, is also Ryland's roommate. He just recently signed with the Dimmock label. Yep. He's also the first guest to not wear the headphones. Wow. So he's making yes. history left and right. <laughs> um, <laughs> Spence Holen, how are we doing? Doing pretty well, man. How are you guys? Doing pretty fantastic, I think. Danger you think, huh? I think. I mean, I don't know. I'm still... You don't seem confident. Yeah, I'm still a little flustered okay from graduating, unsure. being like... Out in the open now. Don't know what I'm doing. You How know, long have you been yeah. graduated? Two weeks. How are you still flustered? I don't do. I don't know. It hasn't hit me right. It hasn't hit me either. I feel yeah. like I'm just on like winter break yeah. or some shit. Maybe I say it's like not a, gonna hit till till everyone else goes back to school. Yeah, yeah. like a whole month or something. Yeah. 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 Well, no, because it's summer break regardless whether we graduated or not. Yeah, very true. So, yeah. Um, what about you, Spence? How much more school do you have left? Well, currently I'm not in school. I tried it out. 2020 and then COVID decided to happen so that was pretty short-lived did one semester and then did pretty poorly did and you go to BSU no I so I'm from Wisconsin okay um, I went to just a state school there and yeah I did pretty poorly my first semester because I didn't have a single in-person class yet I was in the dorms which oh made yeah no that's... sense so just cooped up couldn't um, move and shit exactly yeah can have anybody in your rooms like yeah that doesn't sound very fun at all no where'd no, you go uh badgers That's no cool. no I'm, i wasn't smart enough to get in there oh, but, okay um pretty close like two hours two hours from there you probably wouldn't know the name but um, yeah i don't know much about uh, yeah my sister most people don't yeah. <laughs> my sister was born there she's born in milwaukee but other oh, nice. than that that's all i got yeah yeah milwaukee's and madison is about all Wisconsin has. Spence, move that mic just a little bit closer. It's got Green Bay, too, though. Yeah, Green Bay. Mm -hmm. But, um, anyways, sorry, what was that question? (laughs) Uh, Just just what what your school was like, just uh, what kind of thought you dropped out, I guess. So I dropped out of the state school in Wisconsin, and then right after that, for the spring semester, I applied for Berkeley College of Music, like their online program. Okay, cool. And did that. For one semester, wasn't really feeling it. Didn't feel like I was learning anything for the money that was being put into it. And then I stopped doing that after a semester. And then since then, which I think it's right when you guys started up school because I did a a summer semester. um, Yeah, I've been out of school. Very nice. Is that with uh, UC Berkeley? uh, No, so Berkeley and Boston. Oh, okay. Yep. My bad. Yep. Nice. <laughs> so, my <laughs> everybody, everybody thinks that. Were uh, you uh, born born and raised in Wisconsin? No, so I was I was born in Chicago. I lived there for five five and a half years, and then moved north to Wisconsin, and then that's where I've lived until last June when I moved here. Okay. So yeah. Nice. How do you like Wisconsin? Is it pretty pretty fun out there? No, I love it. I I think I might just be really biased because I got a ton of early early friends there that I've known forever yeah so that always makes like maybe really I guess boring things a lot more fun for sure yeah okay. um, it could also yeah. make boring things a lot more boring yeah if, if no one has any ideas what to do and all yeah that. okay yeah. yeah that's true because like my hometown is like it's just boring <laughs> straight up just boring I don't know we always seem to make the most of it but yeah yeah no it's like tons of lakes tons of uh, lake sports like skiing wakeboarding yeah. tubing you go ice um, fishing? No, 
No, so that's I I hate fishing. Okay. And like all my friends just don't understand, but I I cannot sit there and just wait. But don't you live on a lake? Yeah. <laughs> I used to, but um no, it just wasn't for me. You should try fly fishing then. It's a little more interactive. Yeah. Yeah. See, it, isn't there like a ton of um like a ton of skill that goes into that. Like there's a little more like skill so and finesse. Far. Yeah, yeah, definitely. No, it looks really interesting. But but you're not just sitting there. You're like actively. Yeah, like yeah. That, the that's time. more involved for you're sure. Gonna work out in for sure. Yeah, Bailey yeah. was a fly fishing guide, right? Yeah. Bailey Crew. Well, he works at like a fly, fly right? shop. Yeah, he like goes. Sweet. He's a tour guide, I think. Yeah, That'd be a cool, cool person to have on that's here. Pretty sweet. Yeah. You, you ever you ever drive on lakes in uh, Wisconsin? My dad said that was the. Biggest surprise him when he moved out there. He saw a car on the middle of the lake and he was like, What the hell is oh, that? Oh, oh, like yeah. frozen? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, we we do our fair share of shenanigans on the lake, we drift, pull people on a snowboard. Oh, that's fun, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Until they hit an ice patch. But um, yeah. So, did you ever fall through? No, 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 no. People, I think, very rarely fall through. But uh, funny story the other, yeah, this past winter, my buddy, not gonna say his name, but he was driving on another on a lake, about two hours away from our hometown. He was doing what he was doing, and uh, his truck fell through. Oh, Jeez. fuck! <laughs> yeah, imagine that like, two tons of steel falling through ice. Who'd yeah, have thought? yeah, and it was on state <laughs> state news, and they didn't put a name to it. And it <laughs> that's uh, that's such a Snapchat story, and he's like, "Not good." He's like, yeah, I'd <laughs> that's say not so. a good day. Hundred k on the drain, right but there. The, yeah. The big question I have from you being from Wisconsin um, is what do you think of the spotted cow beer? Spotted cow. Because when I went up there on the 4th last summer, we were like, all we heard was like hype about it. Mm -hmm. First gas station we saw in Wisconsin, we stopped it. Yeah, and it was all right. Yeah, I mean. (laughs) Such a hyped up like lead up. It's super hyped up. I mean, I guess it's kind of just like a. It's like the in and out of Wisconsin. Yeah, I mean, it gets all hyped up. Wait, what is it? It's just like a. Is it an ale or IPA? I'm not I don't sure. even remember. Oh, it's, it's a beer, though. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. shit. They only sell it in, like, bordering towns on Minnesota and Wisconsin. Um, yeah. I mean, it's all right. I wouldn't so, yeah. go out of my way, but I'm also biased because I live there, so. Yeah. Do they, yeah. Have, uh, do they have Yingling in Wisconsin? It's like a, it's like mid-east, mid wait, what is it? Central... What is Wisconsin technically? Like what Midwest. region? Midwest. It's like a Midwest and Southern beer. It's called Yingling. I've heard of it's it. It's in a brown bottle. Never heard of that. Yeah, it's no, pretty I good. Can't say. I sounds amazing it. though. Yingling. Yingling. <laughs> like I looked so hard for it when we went to New York. I was like, oh, and I couldn't find it because I had it uh, had it for the first time in in Virginia Beach. It was really good. That's awesome. <laughs> Thanks, Ross. Crazy story, bro. <laughs> I thought it was going to go on a little more. <laughs> no, sorry. I don't got enough for you. Um, so wait, what made you move out here to, to Idaho? Um, so pretty much I was just kind of bored of, um, you know, just ditzing around in Wisconsin. Um <laughs> It's in around. Yeah, I it's don't know. One. Yeah, is that a Wisconsin term? I, I don't even know. No, that was just the first <laughs> thing that came to my mind. It's the, <laughs> it's the title, Ditsin' Around in the studio. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, so my brother moved out here for BSU, I think, 2020. Right, Rylan? Yeah. So, yeah. Shout out, John. Um, so he moved out here, and he he loves it out here. So I was like, man, I'll give it a shot. And then plus, we were both going to Berkeley at the same time during that same semester. And he was like, oh, yeah, we're going to work on tons of music. So I was like, yeah, I'll move out. And so John already lived with Rylan, and then I moved in as their third roommate. Um, so How did he uh, describe Rylan before you met him? Well, so I met him last, um, I think, 2020 Thanksgiving. So um, I already kind of figured out not who he was, but – how he acted. I just got <laughs> to know him a little bit. How much of an ass he was. <laughs> <laughs> no, he wasn't an ass to me uh, when I visited, but when I moved out here. Yeah, harassment. <laughs> <laughs> got to haze him a little bit when they the household. In. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the house pledge. <laughs> you true. and your brother look nothing alike, by the way. I did not Dude, know that's that weird until very recently that yeah. you guys were brothers. Everybody says we look like twins. Really? Oh, I've yeah, never it's, seen it's that. It's one or the other. It's one or the other. 
like we've gotten at bars or wherever we are. Are you guys twins? No. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Dan, did you ever see a picture of John with his old hair? With the long hair. Oh my oh, god. He yeah. had like hair like Jess Carvello, Looked but like, like curly. Really? And yeah. sunshine hair. Yeah. Speaking of hair, Ross got a haircut today. I did. Hey, hey. fresh, dude. Throw the new a, shades. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, I got to, hopefully they fit, but I mean, I had the hottest freaking hairstylist today, and then, of course, she's talking about her boyfriend the whole time. Uh, I was like, <laughs> sick. This is tough. really fun. What was her name? I didn't get that. When she mentioned, yeah, when she mentioned that, I was like, oh, whatever. dude, these things are messing me up. <laughs> Where I'm real low. That looks sick. Yeah. yeah. What a way to go out, Ross. I know. Looking nice, <laughs> but yeah. So, uh, what kind of music genres are you working on, or like, what what did you start with, and like, how did you kind of get into the whole music um, industry? So, I started with I don't know if you guys are like too familiar with um, the different subgenres of house. I've only made house, like that's what I've really been into since I started, like seriously taking production seriously. But um, did I just say that twice? Yeah, I did. <laughs> um, no, so I got into future house, which give you guys examples um give us a couple songs a couple songs yeah do you guys know the song like i do david Guetta, martin garrix i would that's, maybe i don't yeah. know i'm really I bad at names of songs but no but that's like maybe the pinnacle of the genre i guess the most popular song um so that's what i started out with but there's only a very like a very select amount of people that can make that type of music and not seem cheesy, because it's like why is that? Just I don't know. It's just like the sounds that they use are like very. Um, is it techno and futuristic? Is that why they call it future? No, house? no, it's it's not. Um, well, it is futuristic, but it's not anything like techno. I'd say it's like I don't even know how to explain it. Like, like more I modern. Get, yeah, it's just it's like super modern, but it uses. Um, I don't know. It's, it's so hard to explain without yeah, an example. It does but, seem yeah. kind of hard to explain. But that it's, like, super tough to get into that because it's so saturated. And um, say you make a demo, you're just going to seem like every other person that is into that mm -hmm. genre that's already made it. So why would they pick you over somebody who's way more marketable and has a following and whatnot? Yeah, so they just kind of have, like, a monopoly on it yeah, now. Yeah, like exactly. Who's, who gotten it early enough. Unless yep. you come in with, like, something super, like, just out of this world different. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's massive good. I'm not there yet. But, um, <laughs> it takes one good song, I feel like, honestly, nowadays. Um, just to, like, yeah. get, get more people to look at all, all your other shit. And then, yeah. yeah well, I'd say a really good number for um, kind of underground, I guess, electronic music artists is, like, even 500,000 streams nowadays is, like, really kind of good for... What, uh, what do you think artists. gets looked at more? Like, artists or producers who are trying to, like, remix stuff? Or artists who are making their own stuff? Um, so your question is like... Like as someone... More so say, say Danger is a music producer, right? Yeah. And he's like producing songs that are already like out. They've been made. Kind of like what you do with that big gigantic yeah, yeah. song. Or someone... What are they looking for more? Someone like you who creates their own stuff. Um, I who guess gets noticed more? Oh, what gets noticed more? Um, I would say if you're really small... Like a super good remix. I mean, you guys know that Roses remix. It was like blew up on TikTok. Mm -hmm. That guy was a literal nobody before that happened. And he just went straight to the top. Instant, not instantly, but damn fast. Super, super fast. Yeah. And he, he's like, I don't know, he's collaborating with some of the biggest artists in the scene just because of that one song. Granted, that was like one in a trillion yeah, chance. Sure. That I feel like that's pretty that huge up. on like marketing now. Like if you can make something that's like good for like girls to dance to mm -hmm. on TikTok, TikTok like you're kind of just gonna take thing. off after that. Yeah, no, TikTok is a huge part of the music industry now. Didn't you? Uh, didn't you make like um, non-house music prior though? Like, didn't oh, you yeah. make like the the beats, like the free beats on YouTube? You're one of those <laughs> guys. Oh, yeah. dude, I free, probably freestyled over some of those. <laughs> yeah, right. No, I wasn't big at all. But um, yeah, when I was, I think a freshman in high school. That's kind of what got me into the whole production like side of things was just being bored, and um, we had, like, a group of friends. Nobody tried to rap over anything, but it was just, like, we all loved. But that was more, like, hip-hop, like, rap yeah, beats, yeah, yeah. So I would So I'd make rap beats, like, maybe three to seven a day Damn. every day, 
in spurts, like I wouldn't keep doing it because I'd yeah. probably forget about it for a little bit. But I'd keep coming, keep coming back. And then when COVID hit, I was so bored because in everything was shut down in our small town of two thousand people. And you can imagine, like there's literally nothing to do, like yeah. absolutely nothing during COVID. Yeah, nothing. yeah. And so I was like, well, I got to do something in this like five month or however long it's gonna take. So I started producing electronic music. And, like, me and my brother, we would spend, like, 12 hours a day plus every single day. Damn. Every day. And just, like, learning, creating, all that stuff. It was, it was a lot of fun. Do you guys use, like, a lot more buttons and just, like, sounds than, like, are you making your own sounds, too? Like, just, like, yelling in the mic, like, ah, and then put some <laughs> oh. auto-tune on it. <laughs> so not, your own sound not yelling into the mic because I have mic fright, which I, like, don't wear the headphones because it's so hard to hear myself. Yeah. It's just a psychological thing. But um, no, recently I've been getting really into sound design and um, creating samples and then recycling those, and um, which is how actually these two songs that are going to be signed on Dimoc really soon here um, cr- happened. Mm-hmm. Like I, it was just creating sounds and... Um, like with what? Like with your voice or just... No, no, like no, with, with, a, with-, uh, with a synthesizer. Okay. Yeah, with a digital synthesizer. Do you know um, what that is, Ross? No. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. How do you... Ex- I feel like I kind of know what it is, but, like, is it like that? It's literally just a big machine that makes sounds. Okay. Like just everything. Kind of, yeah. Okay. You like, a bunch of plugins and, and different, like, And you can, like, throw a couple over and each other, and they'll make something new. Oh, yeah. I mean... It's pretty much limitless, essentially. Yeah. I mean, you can make drums. You can make so many cool things with a synth, but... um. Yeah, I've been getting into that and just recording that and then um, processing them a ton and then doing that over and over and over until I find something really cool and then I get inspired by it. So how did the, cool. how did the Dimox situation come up? Like, how did, did they reach out to you, reach out to them? How, how, like, from the beginning, from you making the song to where you guys are at in the process now, to the release process? Okay, um, so I guess I'll start with the first song. Like I was just talking, I was messing around with different sounds. Um, and then I just, I don't know. It all kind of came together really weirdly. But wasn't this, the song they picked up was the one you couldn't find vocals for, right? You were like, right. just going to throw it in the and trash. And the other one I could find vocals for, like at the same time. Um, these two tracks were like super similar, but I mean, not similar, but not. And yeah. um I had these two demos and I was just holding them and I was sending them for feedback to a few DJ friends of mine or producer DJ friends and they were like blown away. And I, I didn't really think too much about them because I've been producing for about seriously for about two years and like nothing of mine has ever been like, Oh my God, like that's crazy. You didn't and like they your, were blown away. I was yeah. like, Huh? You didn't hear it in your mind though, like how much no, better they no, were. No, I mean, to like other you kind of just get blank to your own music because you've been producing it. I mean, you hear your own song when you make it mm-hmm. over fifteen thousand times plus. Yeah, um, it's like hearing a song that you love on Spotify, and it just like over time you just don't like it anymore because you've heard it way too much. I feel so like that's yeah. that's it's how like it is by videos. the time you're done with demos. Um, and no, so there's um these four people, I guess maybe three, three or four people, um, they do this kind of podcast radio show where you send in a demo and um, send in a demo and then it gets put in a list and then they'll listen to it over time on Twitch. And um, little did we know that these people, one of them was a vice president of Dimock Records, another one was a massive artist that has been in the industry and ghost produced for like the biggest names. And then, um, he ghost produces. So like, he well, he ghost produces and I'm pretty sure he ghost produced. Nobody really knows if so. Somebody, like, you know, his name though. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, he's got massive he just, records on his own name. Um, okay. and then, um, you guys know Armin Van Buren ever heard of him? I think no. I've heard of him. <laughs> Huge I'm, techno artist, like been around since Tiesto started. Like he's one of the founders of, um, and he's one of like the main label manager. I'm not exactly sure what his position is, but, mm-hmm. um, yeah. And these guys are just listening to music and if they like something, they'll be like, I'm taking that, which is 
crazy and we had no idea. So our demos got played and six hours later, um, the vice president of Dimock uh, Records emailed us and he was like, hey, love your song. Um, can I sign it? And we're like, yes, please. Yes. <laughs> like, that's awesome. That's sick. Yeah. I mean, these demos were made maybe four or five months ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like never in January. Thought, yeah. Never thought anything well, would come of them. Real quick on that, though. Um, the guy who reached out to you, doesn't he like, I remember Ryland telling me when you got signed something like um, the guy makes videos where he roasts people's music they send to him. Um, oh, but then they well, played yours and they're like, wow, this actually slaps. Well, yeah. Like if. Because so what's that show called? It's called Dope or Nope. So they'll say like, oh, that's awesome. Or they'll be like. No, it's pretty bad. Go back to the draw. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, pretty nicely. Go back to the drawing board. Um, but yeah, like they'll tell you the truth about it, and um, they don't hold back though. No, I mean, because what was the subject line when he reached out to you? Do you remember the subject line? Oh, he called it dope or dope in the email. Yeah, I was like, that hopefully means something good. It's got to mean something good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, super cool guy though. So, and what's that process like? They reach out to you to sign it. Do you like accept right away and it, like you just lose all rights or like how does that work? Um, so we haven't actually gotten like the official contract yet. We we had to send in our licensor info and whatnot. Um, so you don't usually sign over like all your rights to something. Sure. I think. Yeah. I mean, I'm probably not, want some royalties on the. Oh song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, um, Demok is a great great <laughs> record label. They'll they'll give you what you deserve and. Um, I can't remember the exact numbers of what we're getting. I know it's like 50% publishing. To be honest with you guys, I don't really know what that means like, yeah. to a full extent. Well, hopefully it means you don't have to pay. So we don't have to go into now. exact numbers. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But um, got to get it all finalized first and everything. Yeah. Um, but have you been getting paid already from them signing? No, no. So we haven't signed any sort of contract yet. They're still okay. um, whipping that up. But <laughs> So what? Uh, what's the song called and when's it supposed to be released? So I'm not exactly sure what one of them is going to be called because it's for another artist. Okay. Um, but the one that's being released on July 5th is called Wild Nights, and it's pretty much just like a royalty-free vocal found in a big library. And it was like a kind of 18-second thing, and I cut it down to six, and I morphed it into something that sounded really unique. That's um, sick. Yeah. And it's pretty intense song so wild nights fits it pretty well that's it that's the one you like found the other one is the one you don't have vocals for so someone else is gonna put well right on yeah that, i mean that's already done it just i sent in the can you say who who rapped over it uh yeah so an artist named bach nero he i'm pretty sure he's written tons of songs for different artists he he's on um steve aoki's um colony album that i think was dropped in 2017 um I know one of the songs from that album is on GTA 5's, like, Los Santos Customs Radio. Oh, no <laughs> way. That's, yeah, that's, that's, pretty, that's pretty cool. Um, that's sick that that's where, you, like, your song could end up. It's, like, on GTA Radio. <laughs> in the new GTA. <laughs> I don't want to come out soon. Myself. Um, That'd be sweet. But, yeah, no, he's he's really talented. He, he wrote the song in, like, a day or two. Like, instantly we heard about it, sent it over. He got it, and it was back to us in three days. And... Man. They sent us all the vocal stems. It was mind blowing. Were they asking you to do more with it, or they just yeah. wanted to show you what you had or what they got? I was gonna yeah. say, who took control after the so, stems? Did they? Like, so I'm not sure. Um, maybe I think maybe he has an engineer that does his stuff for him, or maybe they have an in-house engineer. But they made a draft of kind of what they wanted it to sound like, and then um, they processed the vocals how they wanted it, then sent us over the stems for it and they're like put your creative touch on it because obviously it's his song and my song so they kind of gave you a little bit of freedom once they gave you the vocals that's cool but it's got to be a collaborative process yeah somehow so yeah it was was really cool so you're in contact with him kind of going back and forth or not so it's kind of weird we're not directly in contact with Bach Nero um, but we kind of go through a middleman you just keep sending them back and forth and see what they like and what they like yeah so it only happened twice like it only went back and forth twice and now it's sent in um i haven't heard back from them after since yesterday so i'm hoping they like it 
Um, I heard it. It was pretty dope. Yeah. I'm I'm happy with it. That's sweet. So, Let's play it right now, yeah. and we'll get copyright striked in a month. <laughs> yeah, yeah, in a month. <laughs> Unreleased. Yeah. Are you getting to a point soon where you're like, wow, I might need a manager to help me with all this? Um, Are you asking for a job? <laughs> I'm just asking the questions here. Yeah. Um, Marketing right there. See, that's, that's something I haven't really thought about yet because, I mean, I only have one release that was released last May um, that I'm not really exi- – I'm not really that proud of it. Um, it Say did okay. It. What on is it? Spotify. Shout out the song. No. Come on. <laughs> shout it out. It's already out there? Yeah. It's called um, Surrender by Exara. Um, there's a lot of new, better stuff coming. So Link no. in bio to find the song. <laughs> yeah, don't do it. Yeah, so, do you have like um, a music name? Yeah, so it's called Exara. Oh, so what's wrong when you say? Yeah, it's, it's just a very. <laughs> Whoops. Um, I think it's a very brandable name. It looks good in like How do you any spell font. A X S A R A. Okay. How'd you um, think of that? A lot of A's in there. Um, so pretty Just much three. COVID was happening. Um, we we're starting to like formulate demos and we're like, well, we gotta have a name because obviously every artist has a name. And I gotta turn up. You're blowing <laughs> up. You go on the Never Know podcast and you just blow yeah. up. <laughs> That's um, what happens. And so we were just brainstorming, me and my brother. For a couple hours, and we were thinking of maybe like stores or random word generators, and we thought of this vape shop that's like in a neighboring town that's called Azara, and we we're like, oh, that name's pretty cool. And then while making the logo for Azara, I accidentally, so you know, a Z is like a Z, and then <laughs> I duplicated that and then I flipped it. Yeah. And then it made like an hourglass type deal. Oh, yeah. That's but it made an X. And we're like, Xara. Okay, cool. It's brandable. That's a very so, DJ name. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it sounds cool. It does definitely um, fit the house music kind of yeah. DJ. So we just stuck with it. And yeah, that's, that's about as far as the name goes. <laughs> pretty sweet, though. Nothing sentimental. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Once you got the name, it's just like. Yeah. Once it pops out, you're like, oh, that's it. And then the rest is history. Yeah, as right. long as people can read it and, like, figure out what it is, yep. it's all good, yeah. Yep, all the letters look nice. You can Google it. If you ever did... Um, I just popped up their Spotify page. <laughs> no. If you ever did blow up, would you... Because uh, you talked about you don't like hearing your own voice and stuff. Yeah. Would you pull, like, a marshmallow and always wear something where no. nobody oh, knows no. who you are? No, like, I'm not afraid of, like, showing my face. It's just weird to... Just your voice. Yeah, just to hear yourself over a mic yeah. for me is really weird. That's why he's a producer, not a singer. True. Yeah. Did you ever, um, like, how, when did you first, like, fall in love with music? Because obviously you started producing a couple years ago, you said, but were you yeah. at, like, a young age, like, playing the guitar or piano and um, singing a cappella? Well, I, yeah, <laughs> like a, I got a barbershop quartet at five. Or what? <laughs> yeah. no, so I, I used to play the piano at a really young age. I think I was, like, four, four-ish, and I, I got really good at, well, not really good, but pretty good for my age, um, and then I stopped about like 11 or 12. Oh, so you got some good experience. Huh? Yeah, I mean, that helps like a ton to just build a musical foundation. Like you kind of know what's going on. Definitely, yeah. Um, and then I played the drums until high school, and that's when I stopped playing. That's dope, dude. I always want to play the drums. Dude, I'm sure your parents love that. Oh, just <laughs> Practicing so the drums. in the basement with yeah. headphones on, banging. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was fun. You ever uh, thought of being a stand-up comedian? Being a stand-up comedian, Ross is gonna yeah. Start Ross is gonna soon. start his stand-up career soon. Oh yeah, me and Gastor have to. Oh, I heard we're gonna, about that. Yeah, we're gonna go yeah. live. Uh, I don't know what the. I think it, I think in the him, fall right? next yeah. time he's in Boise, you're opening for him, right? I hope so, man. I mean, Dude, that'd be that'd my be big dope. break. You <laughs> <laughs> gotta start writing the whole script yeah. though. Go straight to uh, Comedy Central, huh? That'd be the dream, honestly. <laughs> I gotta write a script though. I feel like I think I'm funny, but I probably am not as funny. You gotta as test I your jokes out. Um, just wear those glasses, Ross. What's that Dude, one, uh, that's literally why I, I was dying laughing earlier. I felt so bad. You were like telling your story, and I couldn't stop laughing. It's yeah. because he just like looked over at me with this one look while he's wearing those, and I just couldn't hold it in. <laughs> yeah, they're pretty nice, but I mean, they feel weird with the headphones. But I'll keep on rocking them. Nice. <laughs> you should wear those for your. Set. I, they probably give me some more confidence. You, you know, should give those to Spence if he ever perform if he ever performs live. These Dude. are yeah, these do look like some nice rave. Dude, that's gonna be a terrifying experience. Like my first time in front of a big crowd. 
that's something I'm not looking forward to, but also looking forward to. Are most yeah. of those like big crowd performances like pre-recorded, or are they like they're going live like right there? Um, like, yeah, <laughs> I guess probably some of them are pre-recorded. I, um, I can't like speak big for booty them. mix. Are those pre-recorded live streams? That's fake. I think um, it's fake. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to talk down on anybody. I think they're dope. I will. I mean, yeah, I think it's dope, but fake. I don't think it's actually live. No, All I care about is if it sounds good Yeah. to, to me. Um, I'm not like one of those DJ fanatics. Oh, he's not beat matching. Rylan, you probably know what I'm talking about. You're probably talking about me because I don't beat match, so. You like, make music? Like transferring into a No, but song. I DJ. No, just, yeah, DJing. I don't know. It's a... There's so many it's a different craft going on. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I wouldn't understand. I'm not as musically inclined. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so you like you obviously like make and produce music with your brother. What's kind of like? Uh, or no? So not exactly with him. He kind of just focuses on like. So you just like talking cheerleader? to people. Oh, gotcha. He's a not, PR guy and <laughs> a cheerleader. He's a good cheerleader. Um, he'll tell me if something sounds. He terrible. gets you in the right places. Yeah, I mean, I can send something to him, and he listens to all the music I do, so he'll be like, oh, that sucks. I'll be like, okay, noted. Yeah, <laughs> he'll give it to you straight, kind of. Yeah, oh, yeah. Um, so he's a great resource, and he's really, really good at replying to people. Um, I like, suck at that. He's, he's great with his words. That is something so. you are not good at, is replying. No, I'm I will so call you bad. out on that. Like, I will not, not check my email for months. But I do that too. It's not very good, but yeah. No, I'm trying to get <laughs> now that we're getting older. It's kind of yeah, more of a necessity. Yeah, it starts to matter. Um, but uh, for our listeners, if you didn't know, um, Spence is the one who made our "You Never Know" intro music. Oh, yeah, that's uh, do you want to talk about that process? How did you put any? Um, effort? Like, obviously, it's good. I'm not saying it's not, but like compared to the music, oh god, you're trying to yeah. No, that was is. like a maybe hour forty five minute ordeal. Yeah, we did that at like one a.m. Yeah, no, it was just kind of something Rylan was talking about, and then I just started messing around when I was bored. Then he comes to me, and he's like, yo, I have it. It's done. I'm like, what? <laughs> Already? I was like, what are you talking about? He's like, I made no, it. No, like, that compared to maybe, like, a full-fledged, like, house production. Yeah. Um, I will spend um, months, if not, like, 100-plus at least hours. Just picking. Oh, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I'll spend on... Half second, I could spend like four hours. Would Jesus. you say you're your own like worst critic? Oh yeah, yeah. No, when you hear when you start to hear a song over and over, you're like, does it sound good? Yeah. Does it sound good? And then I know that exact thing. That's why you got to send your music out to like tons of producers and DJs. That's what I've heard. Like some like artists when they get interviewed and stuff, they're like, yeah, I didn't, I didn't really like that song, but no. it popped off. And then like, and then my favorite song, like, it's still it just on SoundCloud. Like, <laughs> yeah. You know, no, Weird. that's that's how it goes. Like your fastest productions are usually the production that you like the most because you've heard it the least. Um, so that that, that Peekaboo sense. song by Lil Yachty and the Migos, they they literally made that on a plane to like the Grammys. Yeah, like on the plane they made that, and it's like one of their biggest songs. Yeah, no, it's it's just all about how many times you hear your own stuff. <laughs> At least that's just for me. I guess I can't speak for everybody. But, yeah, um, yeah, not for me. Yeah, Ross is <laughs> one of a kind. Yeah, I'm a one and doneer. But uh, are you are both you and your brother? It's Xara, right? Yeah. Are, yep. Is that both of you guys, or is that just you? No, it's both of us. Okay. Um, well. He kind of just handles all the emails, all the Instagram DMs, and um, sending stuff out for feedback and whatnot. But he also works on music too, or no? Oh uh, really? no. Okay. No. Okay. I was gonna ask if like when you guys do get paid, is it gonna be like a fifty fifty thing, yeah. or is it? Yeah. Okay. Well, we have we have a shared bank account, so we just oh. put everything in there um, for music. Just let it sit there. How expensive is the world of producing? Like, is it expensive to get into, or like, could just someone listening um, just get into it? I mean, you could make music with. I mean, if I want to be real, you could just pirate stuff, and like, if you have a laptop, you can just um, and a pair of headphones. Okay, to legally get into music, legally <laughs> get into music. If you have a like a decent laptop with not that much RAM. Like you're still fine as long as you have the DAW, which is a digital audio workstation, um, like Apple Movie, GarageBand. <laughs> like, could you make music on GarageBand? A DAW, yeah. Like, okay. I'm not saying you can make world class productions on it. You might, but um, if you have a laptop, headphones, and a DAW, you can make anything that anybody else is making. But it'll, it'll probably just be a way harder. 
Yeah. Like way harder you to get you that need same sound. A lot of musical talent there. Yeah. Like, you need to know what you're doing. But, yeah, anybody can get into it. You could do it, Ross. I know. <laughs> um, I'm on my way up. I'm going uh, multi platinum, multi platinum, multi uh, career here. Going comedy and music and podcast and podcast and, pod and, and engineer. Yeah, I'll stick with that too. Oh, dang, you, you, you wear a lot of hats. I know. I'll tell you that. And a lot of glasses. Yeah, <laughs> I do. I Drink have some a lot nice of beer. <laughs> uh, but what what's guy. like the kind of day to day, or what's like the actual process like to producing house music like you do? Um, like walk me through like. Um, making a song like what's 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 the process i guess there's tons of different ways to start a song sometimes it's a vocal um sometimes it's a sample or a sound that you have that you're really excited about um i guess the way i started these other tracks were had a sound uh messed around with it got some new plugins that i was excited to try and some of these new sounds and i just threw down you know, four on the floor, house kick and clap and whatnot. And just started, you just start messing around and then something kind of formulates or you like make a accident and then it ends you up hear sounding like one good second. Yeah. Like, like you if have, I can repeat that for a little if bit. If I have a four beat loop that sounds just like, or I guess four, four measure loop, it just sounds incredible. Like you have that and then you're like, how do I structure this into like a two minute plus song? Um, so from there, it's just a ton of sitting there, um, mindlessly going through samples. Um, Dang, yeah, it sounds like a long process. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the beginning of a production is always the most fun, and then when you have to, like, sit down and fix problems that are happening sonically. Or, yeah, I was going to um, ask what's the most, like, stressful or tedious part of... Um, oh, getting the bass right. Because what is a club house track without good bass that's for sure yeah you if, know, it, if it doesn't hit at the right the, spot or something oh right okay, yeah if yeah. it doesn't and it's such an art to do it's i'm getting called mr um, popular over here <laughs> he's yeah, blowing up already I, literally i never get called but um <laughs> that's <laughs> like, steve aoki yeah right <laughs> um but yeah no getting the bass right is definitely the hardest part because it it comes to like your song just happening to be in the right key where you can hit the low notes for a, <laughs> for a bass house song or, um, yeah, I'd say the hardest part is the bass for me at least. Yeah. And that also comes down to your, your room situation. Cause like this room is awesome. It's well treated. It's really dead. But like if you're just in a normal bedroom with, a lot of um, echo. yeah, there's like so many different things that are screwing up your sound. You're you're not hearing what is actually happening. So are you not are you not wearing headphones when you're producing music? Um. So I, when I want to get, I know into you don't detail, like headphones, but no. When I get into <laughs> detail, I'll use headphones. Um. But like, if I'm just generally producing, yeah, I'll use my speakers that I have because it's it's way, it's way less fatiguing. Mm-hmm. I think fatiguing is a word. Um, it might be sure. Yeah, we'll roll sure with it. Everybody yeah. understands what I'm saying. Um, <laughs> Straining. Yeah. That's the right. Yeah, it's way less straining on your ear. Like you got to realize that over time, your brain will start recognizing things. Say you have like a hissing sound that you might hear at first, and then your brain will get used to it. That might just be Ryland banging at your door, telling you to quiet down. Yeah, no, he sneaks into my room. (laughs) Oh, dude, he gets scared so easily. Yeah, because I'm in the zone. I turn around, and he's like there, (laughs) looking at me, but just watching. Yeah, you're late on your rent, bitch. Yeah, (laughs) no, taking breaks is like a huge thing. Like you produce for three hours at a decent volume like that's a long time without taking any sort of break like watch youtube in between do something play play call of duty or whatever mm-hmm. do a lot uh, of uh producers get like hearing loss from doing that so much um they probably get into nicer studios once they get up there you know? yeah but those yeah. nicer studios like it's way louder oh my god yeah, they okay. can like those things can be deafening like festival loud Damn. um but i would say yeah um, I would imagine a lot of them do a lot of them, but I think a lot of them learn that obviously your hearing is what makes you money. Yeah. <laughs> so I've, I'm really bad at this. I always try and turn it down. Um, cause they say what 90 decibels for more than like an hour and a half, you could get like permanent hearing loss if you're doing that too often or something. Oh damn. Which, what's what's mean, 90 decibels loud? Is that like? 
phone speaker loud or you want to no? hear it i'll put it in your headphones right now <laughs> I, <don't> know. <laughs> I mean it's, what am i gonna hear it's generally pretty loud but over a period of time like you ever bump music in your car and you're like your your mirrors are shaking and stuff yeah like honestly that's probably getting up there and if you're sitting in that environment i don't know the exact even just like listening to your airpod for a long period of time oh right? yeah if you have it up high enough because there's been t i had to turn the notification off because it was annoying <laughs> but i used to always get like that your music is too loud yeah. we turned it down for you i'm like get really? the fuck out yeah I've never heard of that yours are delicate um you must be bumping them over time <laughs> i'm bumping <laughs> like juice world yeah. little p danger's a big juice world guy juice yeah. world yeah so i think i'm kind of confused <laughs> On one part. So you said, like, in your room, all the sounds can kind of get messed up. So, mm -hmm. like, you're playing the music out loud and then recording it? I thought it was just all on, like, a computer. No, no, it sounds. is. I'm saying, so what's coming out of your DAW, like, your software that's mm -hmm. making the music, your room affects all the sound that you hear. And oh, okay. Because you want the sound that you hear to literally, essentially be... But it's uh, not it's not affecting the sound you're creating. It's only affecting the sound, sound that you're, that you're hearing, hearing back. Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, but sense. you want to make things translate to other speakers because every speaker sounds different. So mm -hmm. you're looking for what's called a flat frequency response when you make music, which pretty much just means, like, say your bass in your DAW is this loud. You, d you want it to be that loud when you hear it, like the exact loudness that you want everybody else to hear it on. But I mean, um, aren't most other people going to be listening to it in like a shitty room probably? So <laughs> well, right, okay. right. But you want it to sound amazing in there. Okay. Like just as good. So like a pair of headphones I have are literally designed, in my, in my opinion, to sound shitty. Um, they have just the flattest frequency response. Like when you hear a song that you love, there's no coloration or enhancement that you would get with even those headphones or AirPods. They just give you exactly like what's coming out, but then when it's put on like a pair of Bose headphones or something, Does it's going it to sound just amazing. Like switches ear to ear, like that oh, yeah. kind of stuff? Oh, yeah, it's like full stereo field. Um, yeah, no, they're great headphones, but they're really good for Call of Duty too because like it, <laughs> they have like crazy big, like almost the size of my hand cuffs. Like you probably look like an idiot with them on. <laughs> yeah, um, great headphones. But yeah, that to your point, sorry, I keep going. No, you're good. So you guys can stop me. <laughs> but, um, yeah, your room is really important because, like, this room, here's an example. Say we were talking, and over the recording there was noise and a little bit of reverb from the room, right? Like, it almost sounded like you were in a hall or something. Okay, reverb's echoing? Yeah, okay. well, almost. Okay. Yes. Um, almost there, buddy. I'm getting there. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, I'm trying to build my career here, so. Kind of. <laughs> um, but uh, imagine how terrible that would like you wouldn't really notice it when you're talking mm -hmm. but over the mic it would sound really kind of awful when it's put over a podcast you know okay, yeah. the same thing with music production you you don't want to hear any of that yeah like just Ryan, to, Ryan's typing over there like you don't want to hear that stuff <laughs> right you can't hear that though I can hear it <laughs> no you can't but yeah um, so <laughs> kind of just mo moving big picture here. Uh, so Dimock label, is that, it's owned by Steve Aoki, right? He's the founder of it. Yeah. Okay. Can you like talk about like what obviously like, I'm guessing you haven't had any contact with him no, or his no. team He's or untouchable. anything. Right. But, um, <laughs> like what's the, what would be from where you're at now with signing with this label? What would it be like, what would it take for you to actually get in contact with him and have him like hear your music and know who you are? Um, so I think he hears everything that gets put out on Dimock, whether it's a sub-label, which I'm going to be put on to start out with, just like they're newly, like, incoming yeah, artists that are growing. Yeah, yeah, freshman. Um, but he, I'm pretty sure he gives out a promotion tweet to every single song. Oh, that's sweet. So I would hope that he at least listens to it, you know? I'm sure he will, <laughs> yeah. If not, we will. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll blow up his Instagram. <laughs> but um, Twitter. Whatever his no, kids use these like days. he he plays his own labels music on um on his sets and radio shows and stuff. Um, the, He's got a radio show. Yeah, oh. yep, all the big DJs have like their own virtual radio show or oh, like kind of like a podcast. It's not like yeah. on like a yeah, yeah, on like yeah. a tune. Like you'll submit your demo and if oh. it's really good or if you're a friend, he'll play it. Oh, okay. Um, usually I think they're pre-recorded, but unless you're Diplo and you got like your own radio station yeah <laughs> that'd be sick yeah um we'll be there one day 
Dude, you and me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Comedic mus- music duo. I might get in the music too. You never know. Maybe might just not. like tell a joke yeah. on the beat drop. Well, Ross, you used to freestyle, right? Uh, a little bit back in my high school days, you know. Mm-hmm. You I need to throw it. down a beat right now? I need to go find one of Spencer's beats. Too. I don't know about that. It's a little too on the spot for me. I need a little more beers flowing for that. <laughs> That's but, what freestyle yeah. is. Dropped a cup. What? That's what freestyle is, just on the spot. Yeah, I know, but I need a couple more beers flowing, make it nice and flowy. I dro- I did a couple of demos in the Ant Farm recording studio. But okay. Yeah. Let's go anywhere? I don't know. I mean, they're probably, probably playing with them right now. Yeah? <laughs> just know, clean them up? I know Griff's pretty good at that, so. Yeah. We'll see where my future goes. I don't know. <laughs> up in the air right now. Yeah. Uh, speaking of future, with the... Uh, Everything you've kind of done and stuff so far, what, what's next for you? What are your, like, your short-term and long-term goals with music? Um, so I guess short-term would be to get it's like an assembly line of music going um, to the same quality as my past two, if not better, because obviously you want to improve on your last two. Um, just get a ton of demos ready to send out. I mean, I... To be honest, I would love to stick with Dimmock because they're out of the U.S. and not a lot of labels are out of the U.S. Oh, that really? Aren't, well, that aren't, you know, Warner Brothers. Um, Warner so Brothers is like a music, yeah. pr- they produce like house music or no? Well, they 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 sign everything. Oh, okay. Like any genre. Um, they're like the huge commercial ones, Atlantic. Probably heard of them. Um, Capital. Doesn't Capital. Drewski have a producing company? Yeah, he does. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what that is. I don't know what it is, but I know he does. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, any label out of the U.S. for somebody that's from the U.S. is great because then you can, like, they'll host stages, you know, um, EDC, right? So there's a label out of um, Los Angeles as well as Dimock called Insomniac. And they're the people who host EDC Orlando, EDC Las Vegas, which is like, so if you're signed on there, you have a very good chance of, you know, being on the lineup. Because mm-hmm. they're hosting the event, so why not use their artist? Definitely, um, yeah, that'd be sweet. Yeah, be fun. Oh. Do they have a bunch of like mid, like middle or like little stages at EDC? Like, or is it just two main stages or something like that? Or is there like a bunch of I, side ones? Or? I have no idea. At EDC. Okay. I've never gone to any music festival in my whole life, sadly. Damn, um, dude. I really, I'm really gonna try and go this summer to uh, Lollapalooza. Um, I might be there actually. Really That's in Chicago performing? Nope. Uh, I messed that up. <laughs> What's the one in San Francisco? I don't know. I thought it was Lollapalooza. No, that one's the, in Chicago. Lollapalooza, I think, goes a lot of places, though. I yeah. think they might go to San Francisco, too. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. yeah. I, I might went there, there last year. It was, it was pretty sick. Yeah. Wait, you were at Lala in Chicago? Yeah. Got dude, my phone I stolen s- there. Dude, I saw videos. Damn. Yeah. 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 No, video is probably from Danger's phone. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Whoever stole it just I think it was a anything. GoPro chess cam. A little different. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's Outside Lands, I think. That's what I'm thinking of. Oh, Lost Land? No. Out, outside Lands. I think that might be. I don't know. Huh, I might have everything mixed up, but I think it's called Outside Lands. It's in okay. like San Francisco. Is it a festival or just yeah? He's okay. always on acid when he's there, so he doesn't remember anything. <laughs> <laughs> Never done that. That's not me. <laughs> um, but yeah, I guess long term goal is just keep growing as an artist. Definitely try and figure out social media because I'm super, super terrible with that. Yeah, just start getting better. Uh, you got a, You got a good roommate for that, I think. Well, right, but I move out next uh, next Wednesday. A week from today, yeah. Back to Wisconsin. Damn, back to Wisconsin. That's why he's coming on. We had to get, we had to rush him to get him on. Yeah. Um, he didn't so. want to do it. He said we weren't big enough for him yet. <laughs> yeah. We had to pay him. No, it was just, yeah. Your check's coming, don't worry. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> no, but, um, yeah, I just can't do I always have this weird thing about not knowing if a picture's, like, corny or, or – I guess trying to figure out what you want your image as an artist to look like because it's not fake to try and be something else when you're an artist. It's yeah. like an you know it's like I mean? a sh- act or you yeah, know it's what like I mean? a, yeah, have good it's showmanship. And, yeah. Um, so I like a I don't know how to like get the great photos that aren't cheesy. Yeah, just kind of an art to do, and then also um, you gotta just take more photos too. I hate doing that. Yeah, like no, it's, just it sucks. And if you want to take it in like a populated area, everybody looks at you like you're a weirdo. But yeah, um, and then also figuring out what my Im- what I want my image to look like. Um, so that's a huge part of mm-hmm. being successful. You have any ideas yet of what you want your public image to be? No, dude. 
I'm I'm liking what the um, American tech house artist. Um, if you guys know side piece or, or I don't know. No. Okay. Um, I'm not too well versed yeah, in no, house. Ross has industry. a few side pieces, but I don't think <laughs> he doesn't know side pieces. <laughs> no, I mean, you know, like they just take pictures of them having a great time, but they're also DJing at like clubs and stuff. So it's way easier to just have a photographer just be there. Yeah, while you're like actually doing stuff, like performing instead of trying to pose for it. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, I'm really unphotogenic when I try to pose. Yeah, yeah, no, just it's weird for me at least. But um, yeah, no, I just I kind of want to be myself, but at the same time, maybe something else. Yeah, I think like what I've heard to be like a successful like personality is like yourself but turned up to like a hundred right so right yeah, yeah. You're, you're you're being more extra than you usually are but you still have like it's still you right yeah because yeah. then you're not being totally fake but yeah because i think people see right through that too yeah yeah, yeah you gotta but you also gotta be a brand of some sort right, so you that to, yeah you know you get endorsements labels all that stuff yeah. it's i wish there was just like a brand of just being like chill you know just like being your own person it's like but you gotta like have something in order for them to like yeah, sign you, gotta, you now it's like you, you gotta need, have you like, need like one like Defining factor. You gotta have a. If you want to be chill, you gotta have a drug problem and face tats. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's very true. Uh, yeah, it's the way things are going now. But I guess. But yeah, I guess you don't see yourself doing that though. No, no face I tats don't. for you. No, 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 yeah. no, 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 no. Gotta protect the money maker. <laughs> yeah, no, can't do that, dude. Plus, I'd probably get disowned by my. <laughs> I definitely. Yeah. But right on. Yeah, it sounds like you have a pretty good idea for where you want to go. Just gotta make some. Little yeah. decisions and then and start promoting yourself a little exactly. more. Yeah. Yeah. And I think when I move back home, it'll be easier because my buddy, um, one of my best friends, went to L.A. film school. Oh, and sweet. he's back home now, and then he's moving to Minneapolis after this summer. So this summer, we can just get a ton of stuff done, um, traveling around. and Take some pictures on an ice lake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Something like that. Drive your pickup <laughs> out there on the lake. Yeah, well, that probably won't happen in the summer, I guess. But yeah, yeah maybe with the ice auger. Yeah. It's real good branding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, to kind of just wrap up here then, um, really appreciate you, Spence, coming on before you make the trek back to, to Wisconsin. Wisconsin, yeah. Um, sounds like, you know, you, you know what you want. Sounds like you're you're on the right track here mm-hmm. to get to where you want to be. Um, hopefully. Hopefully. Um, <laughs> Sounds like it for us. Yeah. Yeah. Excited to see where, where you go next. Good luck Thank in uh, Wisconsin. Drink those spotted cows. Yeah. Yeah. Have your pickup <laughs> on, on the frozen lakes. Yep. Um, yeah. Until next time, you never know. Thank you guys for having me.